0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sevy sit down uh, my guest for today is elder brian fabros he is the former head elder of the bramley filipino canadian seventh day adventist church however he is still a current elder just no longer the head elder um, he is a former deacon as well as a former treasurer for the church as well Uh, In his personal life, he is a senior investigation officer for CIBC. He is married to Geraldine for the past uh, 23 years. And he has three children, one boy and two girls. Um, The first two, uh, Rupert and Miriam, are in post-secondary. And the third, Janelle, is currently in high school. Um, Thank you, Elder Brian, for uh, agreeing to come on the show. Um, You are the first of uh, the church elders that uh, I hope to interview. Um, I'm excited to learn more about your personal uh, journey, beliefs, and opinions. Um, But anyway, now that we have the introductory pleasantries out of the way, uh, let's jump into it. Um, So Uncle Brian, uh, tell us a little bit about your childhood, your family life, and your upbringing
1: uh thank you jed and uh before i answer your question uh i'd like to tell you that uh, you make me uh, feel important uh it is uh <laughs> my honor to be invited uh, uh in your program and uh i just would like to add uh, some of those that uh, you already mentioned uh i am still um a sabbath school teacher and i also was w- once a uh, sabbath school superintendent uh among okay. the uh, many uh, positions that I held at uh, our Brahmalik Church. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed those. No, no, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, my childhood, I, uh, I was born and raised in uh, Tacloban City, uh, in the Philippines. Uh, for your uh, listeners or uh, uh, followers of your program, if they don't know uh, Tacloban City, uh, just remember Typhoon Haiyan. Uh, it's the uh, ground zero of the Taipun Haiyan uh, in Tacloban City. I was born and raised there. Um, I grew up in a, an, an Adventist uh, family, in an Adventist home. My parents, uh, my father and my mother were um, Adventists. Um, but uh, um, in my university days, I uh, sort of a vacation. So I was out of our church and uh, our uh, uh, friends will, uh, family, the church family will uh, learn uh, it for the first time that for about 10 years I was out of our church uh, uh, early in my uh, professional uh, life. And uh, it was about when I was about to uh, be married that I uh, returned back to uh, our church.
0: Okay. Um, I'll I'll ask more about that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit more about your background. How many uh siblings do you have, and um, was your family well off? <laughs> yeah. So
1: we we are five uh, siblings. I'm the third. So the okay. first, second, and myself are here in Canada, and I still have a sister and a brother. Our youngest is a, a brother who are still in uh, the Philippines, and. Um, we are we are uh, a poor family I, I am from a poor family i have a uh, humble beginnings um in fact uh, the reason um my uh, our oldest sister is here is uh first he, he, he went to singapore as a domestic helper then uh, here in canada as um, uh, uh, nanny uh, for many years to support the family and so uh, the second finished Help us, help me, and then I finished. Help the other, uh, the other two, and uh, my older sisters also help us, help me, uh, and Geraldine and myself, my family, uh, to come here as well uh, in Canada.
0: I see. Okay, so let's talk a bit about your schooling. What did you take in school?
1: Uh, I took up uh, a business course, uh, commerce, uh, and I major in uh, accountancy.
0: Is that always what you wanted to take?
1: No, no. Um, I, I, um, I, I am good in. Uh, I, I am good in math, and so I, I was, um, I, I was like uh, dreaming of be of becoming an engineer. Uh, but I'm, I'm poor in, uh, in arts. Like I could not draw even a matchstick, so uh, an engineering would be difficult for me in, in that aspect. Plus, as I've said, uh, I, I am from a humble uh, family. And my parents at that time could not afford me to send to send me to uh, engineering school. So uh, the cheaper, the cheaper one, uh, mm. uh, commerce, a business, a business course.
0: Oh, so I yeah, see. I took up
1: yeah the business uh, course.
0: That that makes sense. It's the uh, the safer route, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, were you involved in any extracurricular activities during your time? Yes, um,
1: I am a student leader. Um, in in the uh, uh, college of commerce, um, uh, we have uh, once you, once you go into a major. So in the college of commerce, uh, there are, in, in the school that I went to, you have four choices to major: uh, accountancy, um, economics, uh, banking and finance, and uh, management. Um, uh, so in in those uh, majors, like uh, in in accountancy, so we have the GPIA or We call it JPA, the Junior Philippine Institute of Accountants. I was an officer of that organization uh, once I reached uh, my major subjects until I uh, graduated. I am also uh, involved in campus politics. I was a student uh, leader. Um, I was one of three uh, assembly person to represent the College of Commerce to the uh, Supreme Student Council of the University. By the way, I graduated... Uh, also in Tacloban City, uh, from the Divine Word University of Tacloban.
0: Oh, I see. It seems like you've been a part of leadership your whole life, so it's just natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's nice. So, tell us a little bit about your uh, love story um, with Auntie uh, Geraldine. Uh, how did you start meet? How did you meet and start dating?
1: Um, I, I meet Geraldine at work. Um, we, we both are working with. Uh, uh China Banking Corporation back in uh, the Philippines but we were in different um uh world because I was with branch banking and she was with uh, trust with, with trust group so I was I was assigned in the branch the whole time um I worked uh, for China Bank uh, almost for more or less 20 years and I have always been with with uh, the branches um, uh I'm so my my routine was that um, I would go to the head office. Uh, the branch I was working was like uh, two or three kilometers away from the Binando head office where Geraldine works. And from time to time, I would go to the head office. And uh, one morning, I met her in the uh, elevator. So we were there. And uh, that's where I uh, first uh, met her. And that's the start of uh, <laughs> the. The relationship
0: okay that's that's not how long were you uh dating before you eventually asked her to get married um officially we were dating
1: two for two years but um we were dating as sweethearts as boyfriend and girlfriends for for a year and then after a year i uh, asked permission I, I proposed to her to get married and the next two years it was more of uh, preparing for the wedding. So our wedding was one year in the making. So it's uh, going to look for a caterer uh, for mm-hmm. catering service for the church. Uh, looking for the outfit for my barong. For for so so that that one year, uh, the last two years of uh, our um, dating, uh, we were not dating anymore. We were seriously uh, working towards it, like, uh, what I mean is the first year it was, uh, we were dating, like it was happy. We go to a park, to the mall, but the second year it was more on business because we, uh, there's purpose of why we are, why we were going out.
0: I see. Okay. That makes sense. That's, that's uh, that's very, you, you guys are a great, um, couple um thank you to that uh me and my wife look up to so it's nice to hear more about your yeah. your your background but you know,
1: but you know that um, uh uh until geraldine was not a seventh day adventist when i met her do you know that
0: oh no i didn't know that okay yeah, so, no. so you converted
1: her yes yeah i don't know uh, yeah but uh it took me 13 years so um uh, mm. we are now 23rd 23, 23 years so he's been an adventist for 10 years so the, oh. the first 13 years, she was not uh, an Adventist, oh,
0: just okay. so you know. I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so uh, obviously, uh, like you eventually came to Canada. W- mm-hmm. What made you decide to immigrate to Canada?
1: Um, um, many reasons, but the main, main two is economic and spiritual. So economic, uh, obviously, um, life in the Philippines was not that good. Although I was, uh, both of us are working in the bank. Uh, we have three children. Um, so it's it's uh, like uh, a break even for, for us. And so um, we decided to like, you know, the usual reason, uh, a greener pasture. Uh, and the second mm-hmm. was um, spiritual. So like I said, uh, Auntie Geraldine was not an Adventist at that time. And so every Sunday we would go to a Catholic church and Saturdays we would go to a Seventh-day Adventist church. Um, It was clear in my mind that uh, Auntie Geraldine will not be an Adventist if we will stay in the Philippines. Uh, For some reason that was clear to my mind. And so I was was praying uh, that uh, the Lord will lead us into a place where uh, we that I would light just one candle in our in in my home. Uh, it's as if I w- there were two candles lighted in in our home at, uh, in the first thirteen years of uh, our married life. And so I was praying that God would lead me and my family to a place where we can worship together as as family, one God, one Lord, uh, one family. Uh, and so I, I was thinking of coming here to Canada. Uh, it was a self. Selfish, yeah, selfish motive, just to uproot uh, Auntie Geraldine uh, from uh, her uh, Catholic uh, uh, family, Catholic uh, environment, and and come here in Canada. But still, it took me uh, thirteen years.
0: Oh, oh wow, um, that's I, that's awesome. I, <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, I, it's hard to call that. It's it's weird because it's selfish, but it's yeah, right. not. It's not mm, selfish, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I think I I think one day I have to interview Auntie Geraldine to get her <laughs> her side of things, cool. too. Um, Okay, so earlier you mentioned that uh, you kind of drifted away from Adventism, mm-hmm. and then you eventually came back. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you speak a little bit about that? So, why did you drift away, and then why did you come um, back?
1: It it was yeah. So there's there's a lesson here uh, for for the young people who would be listening to us. It, it was not it was not intentional. So in the Philippines at that time, uh, there is a mandatory. Um, ROTC, but during a time, it's uh, CMT, Citizens Military Training. It used to be ROTC for those older folks who might be listening. Uh, Reserve Officers Training Course. It's a mandatory uh, two-year training for for all males in the Philippines. Uh, You cannot escape uh, with that unless you have good connections with the government. But uh, there's a mandatory uh, two-year CMT training and it just so happened that in the university where I was enrolled, it was every Saturday jet And so it's a two years um, that every, so um, every male at that time will undergo um, CMT or ROTC for the older ones. But it's the same program. They just changed the name from ROTC to CMT, Citizens Military Training. And it's every Saturday. And so I thought, um, it's okay. Um, I just uh, skipped church, going to church. Anyway, it's just for it's just for two years. And you know uh, that's why I'm saying the lesson there is that sometimes you get comfortable. and so that two years become uh, four years and five years. I said, okay, I'll just finish my university and after I graduate then I'll just go back to, to, to church. And then I found a job. Uh, I got uh, into uh, non- Adventist uh, friends at non-adventist circles. And so we would go out uh, Saturday night and that's the beginning. So five years become six years and it's, it became uh, 10 years that I was completely out of the Adventist circle. And so there, I just would like you to know that I started uh, drinking beer, <laughs> those things. So I'm not, I'm not that uh, uh, clean actually. So I've tested uh, uh, lacquer. I've, uh, I've started eating uh, the things that we are forbidden to eat uh, for that span of 10 years.
0: Mm. And then, so what made you come back?
1: Um, it's just that uh, uh, the the foundation that my parents gave to me. Uh, it's just uh, after a while, uh, I just, I don't know, it's just came to me that uh, I, ha- I have to go back. And, you, you know, the first thing is um, I remember that my father would, would have that book. Uh, so I, it's clear in my mind, the uh, desire of ages, uh, the book that, uh, he was always holding. And so I look, I, I started to look for that book actually in, in, in my, uh, in our house. And so uh, by this time I was already working in Manila, the capital of the Philippines. And by the way, we were from the province, uh, Tacloban city. So every time I would go back to Tacloban, I would look for that book. Uh, The Desire of Ages, Uh, I I could not. So when I go back to Manila, I tried to contact our publishing house, PPH, Philippine Publishing House. I called them and I said, bring, uh, I'm here in in this branch, Uh, send to me a uh, a literature evangelist. So a literature evangelist visited me, and that's the start. I ordered uh, The Desire of Ages and uh, later on more books, books, and uh i have the whole library uh i have a complete set of the uh the uh a spirit of prophecy books i have that mm-hmm. i have that completed uh so uh, that's the start okay. so i started reading back and i was convicted to little by little uh knock our the doors of our churches so that's by the time i uh, married uh auntie geraldine i was already uh, back to church
0: okay all right well glad that you came back. Yeah. Um, let me ask a little bit about your eldership. Uh, first of all, just like, what are some of the roles that an elder has in church? Um, it's, it's, uh,
1: to sum it up, it's church administration. So, uh, it's, uh, an elder is a church administrator, local church administrator, uh, some call, call it, uh, um, a worship leader. So uh, an elder would, would look up to the, the weekly Sabbath uh, program uh, that we have. So just like uh, the previous Sabbath, uh, so uh, the elders were busy preparing for that uh, communion service that we have. So you see, we okay. have a pastor, so it's, it's even if there were, there's a pastor, so uh, the preparation would still fall on the hands of, of the elders.
0: I see. Okay. So um, what philosophy do you hold as an elder? Um, what do you mean by philosophy? Uh, like for example, um, like, uh, is there like, uh, what is your drive when you're an elder? Like, what is your purpose? What do you feel like is your motivating purpose or is it to like help people? Is it? To, yeah. Like, yeah. Re- yeah. So like, help like... people,
1: um, uh, ministry, um, as, as a Christian. You know, there's uh, 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 a strong temptation to be to be just that to be to be a Christian. Um, I believe that you must do something. Um, I, I I'm, I'm not sure if uh, you were there when I had this. Uh, I delivered a sermon um, where I said uh, Christianity is not a passive religion. Uh, you must have something. Um, the Bible says that we are all, and I believe in this, that we are all gifted with, uh, there are several spiritual gifts and each one of us has that gift. It's uh, as in, in, in our life right now as we speak. If you don't know it, um, it's not yet too late to discover what that gift is. But what is sure is that each one of us have this spiritual gift that we need to exercise and, uh, we need to, um, contribute, uh, into our local church sometimes, uh, uh to the conference. I know, um, even like, like uh, uh, Jonah, uh, you know, her contribution is beyond the local church, but it's, uh, the, the whole, uh, Ontario conference, but, uh, there are no big things and, uh, small things that we can do. Um, you can be a, a church greeter and you, you will have a, a big impact. In fact, I would like to take this opportunity that uh, Auntie Geraldine, uh, one big factor uh, why Auntie Geraldine got baptized is because of the greeter and hospitality ministry of our, of our local church. You know, uh, she felt welcome. Uh, she felt the Bromley Church, a family to her. And that's, that's the beginning. So there's, there's no big or small role that you can take up. In, in the ministry.
0: Yeah, everyone has a part to play. Correct. So it yes. depends
1: on the spiritual gift that you have. You have to nurture it, you have to pray for it, discover it uh, mm-hmm. where the Holy Spirit is leading you.
0: Yeah. And uh, clearly, like I said earlier, one of your gifts is leadership. So mm-hmm. it's just natural that you ended up becoming a head elder and all these positions. Um, I also wanted to ask you uh, in your experience, is there some sacrifices of being an elder that many people don't usually see
1: yes uh I, I would i now this is the question that uh hard for me to answer because um the answer i would give like i, I might sound like uh, i am discouraging <laughs> uh but but that's your question uh, uh so there are hard uh, hard lessons or hard experience there, there are painful um, experience being the lead elder so now um, it's like being a parent I don't know if you can now relate uh, when I say being a parent uh, being a parent is no. <laughs> uh, raising children is uh, painful yet, uh, now you see I sound like I am <laughs> discouraging you to have children but uh, that's that's the reality so there are heartaches there are there are pains and um, being the lead elder you are uh, the first uh, officer, you are the first officer in terms of church administration, and you are a parent to um, to our church, of 400 uh, members. And uh, the saying that you cannot please everyone is true. Uh, there will there will always be complaints. There will always be. Uh, um, uh, What's the other complaints like
0: negative comments towards... uh, n- n- yeah or uh,
1: another term for complaint is dissatisfaction so whatever you do uh, there, there 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 will be some who will not be satisfied so they'll, they'll be dissatisfied um negative comments I, I don't mind that anymore over time like uh, uh like uh, I, I'd like to say um, I may sound like I am um, uh, but uh you know, um, I I matured. So being an elder, it changed me a lot. Uh, it has taught me patience. So now um, I understand what patience means. Um, it has taught me a lot. So there are heartaches. Jed, uh, I, I was the lead elder of our local church for five years. Uh, I would shed tears some nights. Um, but again, it, it, this is not to discourage it. This is to uh, it's an encouragement. Um, it will make you stronger. It will uh, spiritually, uh, your faith will be tested. And and it's it's a good thing, right? Uh, uh, to have your your faith uh, tested, just like a um, couple uh, of uh, whispers ago, I was also the speaker. You know, um, uh, Peter says that uh, you should count it joy when uh, your faith is being tested because it will uh, strengthen your character. And so... Um, uh i learned it's it's fun uh i've learned a lot i have matured in terms of my spirituality uh, as a person uh my character as a person um it's good it's good overall but uh like your question says yeah there there are there are um heartaches along the way Mm -hmm.
0: that's fair and like uh i like that you compared it to like being a parent, I'm not a parent, but a Mm -hmm. lot of people say that, you know, parenting is the hardest thing, but it's also like the most rewarding. Correct? Yeah. Um, So I actually, actually, I actually wanted to ask you about parenting too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this actually transitions well into that. Uh, What is your favorite part about being a father?
1: Uh, Seeing my children uh, happy Uh, Mm -hmm. in their uh, I whenever there are little successes in their for my children either at school at church uh you know jed uh, it's the parents that are the proudest um if their grades are good uh, i know i know they are happy they are proud of it but um it's the parents that uh, their joy cannot just be be expressed uh mm-hmm. that's that's uh, uh seeing them grow that stages uh from being an infant uh, that that stages being like when they are in their uh, with their toddlers and they become uh, in their four years old, five years old and then when they enter the school as j k or s k and then elementary high school those stages uh watching your children being able to witness the growth uh it 's satisfying
0: mm. yeah that 's awesome um Similarly to the eldership, I wanted to ask you, do you have a philosophy that you have as a father, like, uh, something yes, that yes, keeps... yeah.
1: so yes. leadership by example. So at church and at home, it's always leadership by example. So you're going to say your children, something that you don't, uh, practice. So it's, it's the same. It's the same, uh, being the lead elder, uh, instead of saying, uh, you should attend, uh, these activities, I. And make it a point to be there always uh, every church activity. Uh, so I lead I lead by example. And I hope uh, uh, our church family uh, saw that in me that I uh, lead by example.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the same thing for your children, they yes. see yes. that example. Yes, I see. Okay. Um, based on your own experience, uh, if you were to give advice to other parents, how do you best raise children to be good Christians?
1: Um, Number one, um, uh, at the earliest stage, like babies, they should, uh, they should have, uh, like, they should uh, open their eyes. You know, uh, I don't know which uh, or or how old uh, the children would have that first um, memory that they have. Um, When they have that awareness, they should be at church. Like, uh, they should... The, the earliest, like, for example, they are now, uh, uh, your child, your child is seven years old. It doesn't matter. Rupert is 22, turning 23. Um, I, I would like that, uh, their earliest remembrance is that they are in church already. Um, hmm. that's, that's my first advice. Bring them to church, at uh, the earliest that, uh, you can. So they should have, like, they should, uh, that awareness that they are already in church. Um... Uh, not later than that. Uh, so that's what that's what I did, uh, and so even if uh, Geraldine and I'm glad that Geraldine allowed me to bring Rupert, uh, uh, Miriam, and Janelle to, to church when they were, uh, they were small. So I would go to church with with Miriam, uh, carrying those bags with uh, milk bottles, uh, all these things. So bring them to church um, the earliest that you can. And, uh, again, uh, lead by example, uh, do not tell them something that, uh, uh, they don't see in you. Uh, mm-hmm. those are uh, my, my advice.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, that makes sense in everything. Lead by example. I, I see a recurring theme here. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I wanted to ask you also about like, um, like your your personal beliefs, uh, it's okay if you don't have like uh, an extravagant answer or if the answer mm-hmm. is no to these questions. But I just wanted to ask you: Is there a, a church doctrine or belief that in the past um, you struggled to believe?
1: Um, n- not struggle to believe, but struggle to understand. So we have many okay. um, uh, beliefs that I don't understand. So I would rizzle. Um, not, not so much with Pastor Jesse because, uh, we, we have the pandemic. So about, th- so like my interaction with Pastor Jesse was the most three years, uh, two years because of the pandemic. So, uh, it's, it's virtual. Uh, we would talk over the phone, but we didn't meet, uh, for two years, just like, uh, anyone, anybody else. But, uh, with Pastor Ardi, that's where I would ask him. We would, we would argue, and, and uh, the good thing is that um, uh, in the first two or three years, when when we we used to live in Brampton, we were in the same compound, different uh, buildings, but in the same compound. So Sundays or sometimes nights, I would go to Pastor R.D. Or Sundays, Sunday mornings, I would go to Pastor R.D. and ask him questions. We we would actually have like uh, a little debate, uh, an argument. I would ask him about uh, uh, anything that I don't understand. But I have always believed our uh, uh, Seventh-day Adventist beliefs, but there are things that I don't understand. I mean, uh, even now, there there are things that I believe that I could not explain. Uh, so that those are the things. Um, but um, a- another one is, I know we have uh, many uh, church families that have uh, the same, um, they are in the same sit- uh, situation. Some are struggling uh Uh, to believe or struggling to understand like I did. Uh, My advice, uh, Jed, is that you go to um, uh, a person who can explain you better. Uh, Because if you go to a person who's struggling as well, um, so I have, uh, like I would see, I would witness, there's a lot of debate during our Sabbath school. And they ended up just like that, more confusion. Uh, so I, I did. I always go to a pastor um, in my entire life. I did not debate to uh, um, uh, someone uh, I know who could not give me that understanding. So I would always go to to a pastor and ask many questions. And there, together, Pastor Ardi and I would have that debate. We we, we argue. Uh, the purpose is not to to. To prove that I am right, that Adventism is wrong, just like uh, unlike many others. But uh, for me to understand, I, I would dig why, 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 ask questions until I would understand. So it's not it's not that, Can... that I am struggling to believe, but struggling to understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, are you able to give like one example of yes? Yes, yeah, one example. Yeah,
1: just like um the Trinity, the concept of the Trinity uh I, I was struggling but but i believe uh the trinity uh, i i've always believed but like what is it uh is it yeah uh, is it uh because you know um the wh- where did we get that uh doctrine uh how did we get that uh that doctrine of of the trinity and so um it took a while it's not it's not um it's not like in one setting
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm.
1: It, it's been a, a series I would go uh, uh, until I understand. Another thing yeah. is uh, idolatry, for example. Um, uh, so our books have that picture of Jesus. Isn't that um, idolatry? Uh, you, you know, uh, we have books that have that picture of Jesus. <laughs> is, this, mm-hmm. is this Jesus? Why, why do we have this? Uh, although it, the Bible says carved images, but uh, uh, are we are we um, not, uh, uh, nobody has seen Jesus. Uh, so why do we have a picture of Jesus in our, uh, in some of our materials, like uh, our calendars, for example, we have uh, Jesus. So that, those are one example. And um, uh, what else? Um, the issue of, uh, the issue of... Um, our um, having or celebrating uh, celebrating Easter or or Christmas or hmm. having Christmas trees. Um, uh, I, I have I have those questions until uh, until uh, these things have been settled in my mind and yeah. everything is clear to me.
0: Okay. Yeah. You see that every, like, if you listen, audience, uh, the head elder had questions. So it's okay if you have questions, just go seek out answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you now some rapid fire questions, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- feel free to expand or just keep it short. Um, so what is your favorite food? Uh,
1: my favorite food is... um it's a Filipino dish called kare-kare but i think it's mm. beef stew uh the, the nearest uh, translation would be uh beef stew
0: beef stew peanut yeah. beef stew yeah but it's, but it's okay. kare-kare
1: but uh, i said i don't know the the english because it's a Filipino dish but i don't know yeah. um, what it would be do you, do you know that though uh, kare-kare do you know,
0: do you I, know I don't know dish? what it is in english though no. <laughs> but you know kare and you it's actually it's actually my favorite Filipino dish kare-kare yeah. Uh, what is your favorite movie?
1: I, I have a lot like, um, when, when, uh, I, my favorite movie during those times, I would, uh, I would, uh, buy. So, so I have a complete collection of, uh, Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> and I like, uh, James Bond movies as well.
0: Okay. So you see, I, I like, like uh, Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like those movies too. Um, what is your favorite season? Uh, spring. Spring, okay. Uh, besides the Bible, what is a good book that you would recommend everyone to read? Uh, I always...
1: Um, um, you know, for for our family, uh, for my Adventist family, it's always uh, any book of uh, my favorite author, Ellen White, um, my, my, my number one, my... My all-time favorite is the Desire of Ages. Uh, that's I would always uh, recommend um, to to everyone. Uh, but um, um, for my friends uh, who are not Adventists, I would I would uh, give them any um, devotional books that uh, that we have. So I I actually give uh, devotional books to some of my
0: uh, non-Adventist friends. Okay. Um... How do you take your coffee? Uh, black. Black. Okay. Uh, which restaurant makes the best coffee?
1: Um, I like the coffee of A&W.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, who is your favorite musical artist? Um, Andrea Bocelli. Okay. If, if you weren't in finance, what would you be doing?
1: I'd probably be an engineer.
0: Yes. Okay. What is your highest score in a game of bowling? Uh, Approximately. Uh, 200. Okay. Wow. Um, at what time is your
1: time, Jed. Uh, by the yeah. way, uh, so <laughs> bowling, uh, I was uh, uh, a member of uh, the, the China Bank. Uh, so we have this uh, yearly uh, bowling tournament. And uh, I have this team. And our team, at one point, we were the uh, champion uh, bowling tournament. At, wow at one time yeah.
0: okay uh i guess besides bowling what is your secret talent if you can think of one talent <laughs> yes
1: um uh i would say uh writing uh mm. uh what's this uh written communication so that's something that i do uh best uh uh at work right now where i am working i was uh, once or twice been commended for uh, my uh, written communication uh, skills. Uh, we write letters to to our lawyers, to our clients, and uh, my superiors have uh, noticed uh, that I I have this, uh, uh, you know. Uh,
0: You're a talent for writing. Talent, yeah, for for, for yeah. writing. Okay. Um, what is your favorite board game to play with your family? Um,
1: any, any board game. Uh, I, I don't have any particular uh, board game
0: um, that I can think of okay. right now. Uh, that's okay. Um, so in one word each, describe Auntie Geraldine, Rupert, Miriam, and Janelle. So Auntie Geraldine, what word would you describe her? Faithful. Okay, Rupert um uh consistent uh miriam intelligent janelle smart okay um if you could have dinner with any non-biblical person in history who would it be uh non-biblical yes non-biblical
1: uh i would say uh jack welch
0: okay and then if it was a biblical person Paul. Okay. Um, Who is your favorite biblical figure excluding Jesus?
1: Uh, Paul. Uh, New Testament, that would be Paul. Uh, The Old Testament, that would be uh, Joshua. Uh, Hmm. Both, if if, if you, uh, what is common between the two is their transition. So Paul transitioned from a persecutor to uh,
0: uh, a preacher. Like a preacher. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and uh, Joshua, his transition from being an assistant to a leader, from assistant leader to a leader. So he mm-hmm. has, he's got both roles. Okay. So Moses was the lead, and during the times he, he was uh, an assistant, but uh, he transitioned from an assistant to being the leader.
0: Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Um focus okay uh when you die how do you want to be remembered Ah, uh, no uh
1: i i'm not sure of that answer but i already uh give instruction to Gerald to auntie geraldine saying when i die no no ceremonies no what's what she called that celebration of life no funeral thing. no, no funeral thing no um, if I die in the hospital, just the following day, <laughs> dispose me, uh, whatever oh. is that, burial or whatever. Oh. But no, uh, uh-huh. no, uh, programs, what, whatever, service or no program. Service, yeah, no service. Oh well. Wow.
0: Okay, um, and what is your favorite Bible verse and why? Philippians four eight, uh, simple, clear,
1: uh, the message. You don't have to elaborate. You don't have to explain Philippians 4.8. Whatever things are true, honest, pure, uh, whatever are lovely or of good report, if there's virtue and praise, think on these things.
0: Wow. Uh, even though that would be a perfect way to end, I have one more question to ask you. Uh, and this one is not a rapid fire question. You can expand on this. What is your hope for the church my hope for the church
1: is um, I don't know when will this come but uh, the church to have uh, to be in one accord to be uh, united Um, as I see the local church and the world church we still we still have um, we still have uh, disagreements, uh, if you notice. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not speaking about uh, our local church, but uh, the, the world church as well. So we still have, you know, um, just like, for example, I don't know if you like this example. So we still have this issue of uh, the ordination of uh, women. So we are still in disagreement on this. Uh, the local church, um, we still have uh, disagreements. And uh, sometimes, um uh it takes so much of our time uh we, we just couldn't disagree on on, on certain things
0: mm-hmm.
1: um how i wish um like uh I, I guess this is a long shot or an impossible but but i i, I know it's not because uh when jesus returns we will have uh, one accord we will be in one mind and um mm-hmm you can observe uh, stories in the Bible where the Holy Spirit comes down whenever uh, the, the body of Christ are united, are, are in unison. Uh, and so what I see from from being an elder, we still have disagreements. And sometimes uh, we go home, like from, from uh, meetings, we go home with unresolved um, issues. And so... Uh, It's the same with our conference and and the World Church. Uh, There's still things that uh, we have uh, disagreements on. Uh, I heard just like um, this sad thing about ordination of women. Uh, Some conference uh, do not agree on that. Some agree on that. And so this is still a a sad reality in in our church. So so, So my hope, Jed, is soon... Uh, sooner uh, we will be able to um, have um, m- unity in in our purpose in our mission and uh, you know these are these are administrative issues that I am talking about because you know like I said um, an elder is uh, administrative officer of the church so from what I see uh, we have uh, so many issues that disrupts our our mission disrupts our uh, goal, And these little issues, these uh, policy issues disrupts our,
0: our mission. Mm -hmm. And so, like, how would you help achieve unity? I guess, would you say, like, just stay focused Uh, on the goal? It it
1: starts, it starts small, Uh, you know, um, from, from an individual, from, from the individual, you need to be at peace with yourself. You need to be at peace with your creator and you need to be at peace with everyone. The family, the family should be united. Um, uh, a church, a community for that matter, a society, uh, even a government, if it's composed of united families, that government, that community, that church is united. Um, you'll see um, a community with dysfunctional families, that community is dysfunctional as well. And that goes uh, the same way. So. If every individual, every family will have unity at home, Uh, every family uh, can see eye to eye in in every issues, if parents would be able to lead their children and their children will honor their parents by uh, obeying their parents, Um, if the family worship together, um, goes to vacation together, uh, does everything together, And if the church is composed of those families, then that church would be a united church. And if a conference is composed of united churches, then that conference will be uh, united. And if a division is composed of united conferences, that division will be united, and our world church will be united as well. So it starts from each one of us.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. I I really like that, uh, Elder Brian, because... Just throughout the whole interview uh it's really clear that your beliefs and like your answers really reflect the mantra of leadership by example starting mm-hmm. with the individual mm-hmm. and you can't make these big changes unless you start like on the smaller scale yeah. so uh thank you like wow thank you so much uh for your time uh uncle brian and uh thank you everyone for listening i hope that once again this is the first uh episode of elders that i hope to interview from the bramley filipino church But uh, until then, uh, thank you everyone for listening and until next time. Thank you, Jim.